So, yeah, we're here. Obviously, we're here. Going to sneak in a shortish podcast before I have to head down to Logan in the morning. Off to see. Well, off to drink from the fire hose. Going down to South Carolina to visit Mama Frost for a couple of days. Back on Saturday. And then, on a quick programming note, we're going to get something in early next week before we go. But White Boy Malcolm X and I, we're headed down to Florida for a few days. That's next Wednesday through Saturday. Going down to Miami Beach to have ourselves a a grand gay old time with those queens down there. And remember, folks, don't tell anyone we're going down there. Like I said last week, I don't want to be on the wrong end of Floridian justice. Especially how we, well, I'll say lightly tease, how we lightly tease our friends down there in the Sunshine State. They're definitely a lovable bunch, but they're kind of crazy. Lovable, but crazy. And I really don't want to talk about the Grammys, which I guess were the other night. I sure as hell didn't bother to watch it. I don't think anyone watches that silly little high school popularity contest. Not too many people anyway. Probably just down to the star effers out there. And you know who you are. Ratings for those things are in the toilet. Most people being like, meh, who cares? Exactly. But here, real quick, from NPR, Beyonce sets new Grammy record while Harry Peekaboo Styles, Peekaboo, Peekaboo, wins album of the year. So the highlights, Beyonce won four Grammys for her album, Renaissance, and she now has the highest number of Grammys ever. At 32. And if not for systemic racism, she'd have like a hundred or so. Damn you, Whitey. Damn you to hell. Bonnie Raitt, she won Song of the Year. Good for her. Lizzo, now she's that ginormous black chick that's the size of a of a Volkswagen Beetle. One of the old Beatles from the 60s and 70s. She won record of the year. And I assume, maybe possibly, it's because she threatened to eat anyone who voted against her. And Harry Peekaboo Styles, Peekaboo, Peekaboo, like I just said in the headline, that closet case won album of the year. And no, folks. I have no idea why there's a Record of the Year Award and an Album of the Year Award. I would think that they'd be the exact same thing, but I guess not. And I don't really care enough to bother to look up the reason why. And here's the kicker from this stupid thing. 
and it's from the Daily Wire. Dave Chappelle wins Grammy Award for a Netflix special that enraged trans people. So Dave Chappelle, and he is Voldemort Jr. to our new gender identity overlords. He's hated almost as much as Voldemort, J.K. Rowling. But Voldemort Jr. here, he won a Grammy for that Netflix special, The Closer, which had people wetting their pants in anger. That's also the one, when that dropped, all those spoiled children at Netflix, they had a massive hissy fit about it. Netflix had to come out. They released some memo basically telling their employees to get over themselves, told them if they didn't like what Netflix was putting out there, they should dust off their resume and go play in traffic. Not exactly that, but that was basically the point of the memo. We're not going to kowtow to you spoiled little brats. Go find a safe space somewhere else. So good for Dave Chappelle. And congrats, Dave. And I didn't even want to talk about the Grammys. But I still wound up talking about the stupid Grammys. So let's move on. So let's just go ahead and jump into things, folks. And this first story, well, before we get into that, happy Black History Month to all you woke folk out there. Hope you're having a a grand gay old time. Trashing whitey, evil racist whitey, demanding reparations, weaponizing the white shame of hysterical white liberals for Benjamins, and you know who you are, Patrice Conkoolers, and white boy Malcolm X. If you thought that me, forgetting to mention Black History Month on our February 1st podcast, if you think that was bad, you want to talk about a faux pas. How's this from Fox News? New York school food vendor apologize for serving chicken and waffles on first day of Black History Month. The food vendor has agreed to take part in racial sensitivity training. I bet they have. They serve chicken and waffles during Black History Month. Talk about completely tone deaf. They're going to get an extra large serving of racial sensitivity training or whitey sucks training. They're going to get it so bad, they're never going to think about chicken and waffles again. Not without crapping their pants in fear. And this chicken and waffles menu, plus watermelon for dessert, talk about go big or go home. This was served up at Nyack Middle School in New York. And this is what David Johnson, who's the principal at Nyack Middle School, this is what he had to say. We are extremely disappointed by this regrettable situation and apologize 
to the entire NIAC community for the cultural insensitivity displayed by our food service provider. I am disappointed that Aramark would serve items that differed from the published monthly menu, especially items that reinforce negative stereotypes concerning the African-American community. So they're back to African-American again. They get everyone to say that, then they go back to black. Now I guess we're going back again. You woke folk, make up your damn mind already. And of course, Aramark, they apologized, they groveled, and here's what they had to say. While our menu was not intended as a cultural meal, we acknowledge that the timing was inappropriate and our team should have been more thoughtful in its service. And you members of that team, under the bus you go. This was a mistake, damn right it was, and does not represent the values of our company and we are committed to doing better in the future. In other words, please, 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 don't cancel our contract over chicken and waffles and watermelon. So White Boy Malcolm X, question for you, sir. You're fake black. You identify as black. You're pretty much down for the struggle. And you're also pretty woke. Not as woke as I am but I am the most woke person that I know. So with you being fake black, identifying as black, I do have a question for you. What is so offensive about chicken and waffles? I mean, they called it a negative stereotype to say that black people like eating chicken and waffles and finishing that off with a slice of watermelon. As a fake black though, sir, are you offended by that? Not really. So something in that does offend you. I'm willing to bet it's the waffles. And that's your gay side coming out. Your gay side overruling your fake blackness. Oh heavens, like I'm going to eat those carbs. And I bet you folks, most black people, most people in general, they'd be like, I'll eat the damn chicken and waffles. This is just one of those, someone looking to get offended, someone looking to get butt hurt over a first world problem like this. Oh, they're being culturally insensitive by serving chicken and waffles during Black History Month. Of all the issues facing the New York education system, one of the highest states in per-pupil spending in the country with not much to show for it, but this is what they're getting hysterical over, culturally inappropriate chicken and waffles, which is the least of their problems. But since this silly little melodrama, this tempest in a teapot, is what you all would prefer to get worked up over. You have fun with that. Ready to pop the question? 
The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. From the Daily Mail, I'm the older woman who took Prince Harry Ginger's virginity. Digger driver Sasha Walpole, 40, reveals she is the mystery horse lover who had passionate five-minute sex session with the Duke in Pub Field after rendezvous was laid bare in memoir spare. And don't give me that look over there, white boy Malcolm X. Eat your damn chicken and waffles and shut up. I even got you a slice of watermelon. I already know that Prince Harry Ginger, him and his vapid social climbing wife, Meghan Markle, they're on our ban list. They're boring as hell, and I don't want to talk about them anymore. But this one, I couldn't help myself. And we're not really talking about him. We're talking about the harlot that stole his ginger virginity. No, I'm just kidding, folks. (laughs) She is not a harlot. I'm just kidding. And I'm only saying that because normally, if anyone is going to take a ginger's virginity, white boy Malcolm X prefers it be him. Although not with Prince Harry Ginger and Ed Plagiarist Sheeran. Not those two clowns, but all the other gingers out there. So I was just kidding around. She's not a harlot. Although, if she comes out, says that she took the virginity of AJKJ Appa, that strapping stud of a ginger, that delicious hunk of a ginger. Then she's a harlot from the bowels of hell. That is one piece of ginger meat no one gets to touch but white boy Malcolm X. And real quick on this, so dopey Prince Harry Ginger He wrote about losing his virginity in his silly coloring book autobiography, Spare. That's his burn-it-all-down idiotic autobiography. (coughs) You passive-aggressive catty bitch. And I guess people with no personal lives of their own, they started wondering who it was that popped his ginger cherry. And so this woman came forward, Sasha Walpole, bless her heart, and admitted it was her that did it. Talk about living with that shame for the rest of her life. Banging this hysterical, spoiled brat for the first time. And it happened, her taking his ginger cherry when she was 19 and Prince Harry Ginger was 16. 
So she's kind of like a horny high school teacher. Ah, not that fresh teacher bait. Seducing that fresh teacher bait. Making sweet, sweet love to that fresh teacher bait. So she banged Prince Harry Ginger like a horny high school teacher bangs a fresh piece of teacher bait. And like every other fresh piece of teacher bait, he lasted about five minutes, which means he really lasted maybe three minutes. She's just being polite. So there you go. Mystery solved. So let's move on. From the Guardian, COVID was devastating. Why are we pretending it didn't happen? A recent book about the 1918 Spanish flu pandemic details a collective forgetting of the period. Our lack of COVID reckoning suggests history, that's a mouthful, is repeating itself. And this was written by Emma Beddington. Emma, COVID Karen, Beddington. Now, I don't know about you folks, but does anyone other than Emma here or people like Emma, what I call the COVID Karen class of pseudo-intellectuals, these people with severe control issues, does anyone other than them really want to sit around talking about COVID? I would say no. These people, though, they just can't let go of the last two years. Most of us, it was two years of hell. Let's move on. But not these clowns. They masturbate anytime there's a new variant announced. Anytime there's a potential opportunity to force people to wear a mask again. Force people not to do what the COVID Karen class doesn't want them doing. They masturbate to that like crazy. Like a teenage boy with a Pornhub account. Like a virgin pajama boy living in his parents' basement when a new Marvel movie comes out and his sex doll has a headache. They jerk off like that. Now they do soil themselves hysterically worrying about the latest Alpha, Beta, Gamma variant. But when it comes to controlling everyone else, out comes the lube, time to get off. Which is why I'm looking forward to Florida next week. And again, folks, that's just between us. But it's a few days of freedom, a few days on a warm beach. It's Florida, so I'm sure lots of adult beverages on the beach. And it's also an opportunity to be surrounded by people who don't live for controlling everyone around them, who don't crap their pants every time the feckless CDC, run by Rochelle, impending Doom Walensky, every time they come out with a new warning. So Emma, I'm sure you can find a COVID care and support group out there to keep the hysteria alive while the rest of us move on to more pressing matters, more relevant matters, but you have fun with that.
And for our last story, folks, it's from Fox Business. Capital City, most luxury-obsessed area in U.S., study says. Jewelry experts analyze Google Trends data showing vacation, jewelry, and hotel terms tacked on after luxury. Is anyone surprised by this one? That the swamp is the most luxury-obsessed area in the U.S. That our feckless ruling class, who came to do good and have done very, very, very well indeed, they're the most obsessed about luxury items. Yes, of course they are. This is a place, after all, where the term multimillionaire socialist which in most of the country would be seen as an oxymoron. But in the swamp, multimillionaire socialist, no one bats an eye at that one. That's perfectly normal in the swamp. And as a random aside, I wonder how long it'll take until AOC, that hysterical dimwit with the IQ of a cocktail olive, and I apologize to Cocktail Alice for the comparison. But I wonder how long in the swamp before she too is a multimillionaire socialist. Like her good buddy Bernie Sanders. Like her good buddy Pocahontas. Because at some point, folks, that's going to happen. She already drives a Tesla and shops at Whole Foods. You don't think she's going to want an overpriced pied-a-terre in Georgetown? Hell yes, she will. And she'll probably get one too. And with this study, rounding out the top two, they are New York City and the entire state of Florida. Not Miami. Not Key West. Not West Palm Beach but the entire state of Florida, which is about as dumb as it gets, listing two cities and then an entire state with tens of millions of people in it. Okay then, girls, if you say so. And we'll actually investigate this when we head down to Miami Beach next week. We'll see firsthand what those queens are up to, see how pretentious and luxury obsessed they all are. And I'm sure those pretentious snits in Beverly Hills, they've got to be butthurt about this. Them not cracking the top three, especially with Florida there. Myrtle, fetch me my smelling salts. Redneck Florida is more luxury obsessed than we are. Heavens no. So on that note, since I cannot top the results of this asinine luxury-obsessed survey, even if the entire state of Florida coming in at number three is about as dumb as it gets, since I cannot top that, it is time to plug-pull this podcast. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us on this midweek edition of the Miller Frost Podcast. I am your host, 
Miller Frost, joined as always by my fake black friend, white boy Malcolm X. Have a great rest of your week. A good start to your weekend. And we'll see you back here, well, in about six or seven days. But we'll definitely get one in before Miami Beach. So in the meantime, take care.